Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the biggest, buffest dragon? Then you must be thinking of another podcast. Who? Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you? I'm all right. Surviving. Living life. I'm doing pretty good. Feeling a lot better than I have been. Good. Yeah, it's time that things finally turn around, I guess. Things are looking up forever and always, hopefully. I don't know. Good. Um, are you excited about South Park coming to HBO Max? I mean, I guess. Because it was already on Hulu? Yeah. So, I saw your little article. Um, My little article, as if I wrote it. <laughs> yeah. I was having to explain it to Taylor... So, South Park is coming to HBO Max, but they will be omitting, I think it was four or five episodes. Yes. Each and every one of them depicts the, um... See, Islam's prophet Muhammad. God or a prophet? He's a prophet. Okay, so yeah. So yeah, they, they, like, physically depict... The Prophet Muhammad, which in their religion and their culture is strictly, no, we don't, you don't look at him. Yes. He's not depicted anywhere. That's just not a thing that happens. Right. And he is in several episodes of South Park. I was curious how you feel about this because the core of South Park is that it's supposed to be like offensive and that's funny, but I think... That society, like South Park was born into a society that thrived on that kind of humor where it was like, ah, it's funny because it's edgy and it's pushing things over the line. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that type of humor has much of a shelf life in 2020. Well, that's kind of the whole South Park thing is that almost none of their stuff can really last because everything that they, every joke they make is based on something that's happening at that moment. Right, it's all very, like, flash-in-the-pan kind of a thing. Yeah, and I mean, I think it can st- it can still be relevant and looked at, you know? But yeah, uh-huh. like, not, not every joke is gonna land the way it did when this event was happening ten years ago, and you're like, oh, I remember that! Right. We might find it funny if we remember it, but, like, if somebody that wasn't around for that event watches it, they're not gonna get it. Pretty much. Yeah, so... I respect that because i mean comedy central took those episodes off the air too yeah and they were even like removed from south park's official website so yeah i don't know if matt stone and trey parker are being like are are they the ones who are who are doing this are they the ones who are saying like maybe we shouldn't have done that and they're pulling it back because that's not a very like matt and trey thing to do oh no 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 no. comedy central is the one that took those down Okay. South Park's the one that took so They don't care. They're like, we already made it. Like, we're good. Yeah. Like, they don't care one way or the other, probably. 
but uh, they're still on like the DVDs and the Blu-rays, so uh-huh. I have all these shows the way they were intended, <laughs> and I still think they're funny. I've always thought South Park was funny, no matter what they touched on. Yeah. There has ne- I, If one exists, I wish that I could find out and go watch it. I was always waiting for South Park to do like a My Little Pony spoof. And have they not? fucking rip me apart. <laughs> I've been waiting for that moment. I, I would relish the fact that they finally touched on that cult. They may have. I know Bob's Burgers did one. Oh, man. And that shit is fucking hilarious. And I don't care that it's making fun of it because it's something that can be made fun of. Right. The fact that I'm a grown man that thinks that this show for, like, the demographic's probably 7 to 10-year-old girls. Yeah. (laughs) And I think that show is better than most TV that's out there. (laughs) I think that's something that should be, I mean, poked at. I mean, it is a thing to poke at. You know? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're not going to anger a whole religion <laughs> by by doing that. So, I mean, I totally get why they would pull off those episodes. I just know that I'm I'm kind of waiting for the episode they make about this happening to them. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it's because one of the shows never aired on TV. Oh, really? I think they, they like Comedy Central's like, we just can't do it. We got to pull it. Oh, shit. And so it didn't even air. So, I mean, they've already had it happen. But I am with South Park. I think everything, everything can be looked at as if you're not in that camp, you know? And that's all they do. I mean, they just say, well, here's, here's a joke about it from somebody that's probably not in it. And like, so like my mom uh, does not like any of the ones where they make fun of Christianity. Oh, really? No, she doesn't like those, right? And I'm like, but what about when they do it with the Mormons? Yeah. Or how they do it to themselves as Jewish people in every single show, you know? Oh my God. Have you seen the Book of Mormon? No. I've always oh wanted God. to, though. I've You've always wanted to. You've got to see it. It is, I, I, I cried laughing in the theater. <laughs> like, it's so good. I remember when I watched the Mormon episode they had at South Park for the first time. I watched yeah. it. And I had friends who were Mormon, and I just straight up went to ask them, was like, is this, is this part true? And they were like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and that's okay with you? <laughs> and they were like, that's the religion, you know? That's what it is. Exactly. I mean, I think all that stuff's funny because everyth- everything is funny in some way. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't... I'm not upset that they're pulling the shows down, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of people that are upset that they're taking the shows down. And, like, I I totally get it, honestly. I feel like they might have crossed a line. I don't know. Like, I I don't want to be a wet blanket about it. But at the same time, like, it's it's a forbidden thing in a whole religion. But I guess there's a lot of forbidden things in religions. So, who knows? That's true. I mean... You're not supposed to be gay in Christianity, and yet <laughs> the world you know exists. I just watched this thing that said uh, that the word homosexual wasn't in the Bible until like 1416 or something. They just like made the homo Bible? Well, before then, the word translated to pedophile. Oh, shit. What? Apparently. So I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Man, the history of religion and sexuality is very fucked up. Exactly. So, I see from HBO's side, 
I mean, HBO's a company. As a company, you don't want to do something to anger potential prospects, clients, you know? Yeah, exactly. Especially a company as big as HBO. Like, you you don't want a lawsuit like that. What, what do they stand to gain by going, you know what? We're going to stand with them and let these e- episodes play out, right? Yeah. They don't gain anything by it. So I see pulling it. That's fine. And like I said, they're still on the DVDs. If you just have to watch those shows, they're out there somewhere. If you gotta have that Prophet Muhammad, so get go on watch Blu-ray. But I did get mad though, because Why? I saw that like the first three were like they were kind of like about Muhammad in some way, uh-huh. and I was like, all right, cool. But then they pulled two of my favorite episodes, and I was like, why? And I was <laughs> so mad. And then I forgot that in the tiniest part of one of of like one of them, the Prophet Muhammad is in it. Yeah. But it's a two-part episode, so they went ahead and pulled the first one. Oh, man. And it's the episodes where they're making fun of Family Guy. Oh, those are so good. Well, Muhammad's at the end of that one, so Damn, they had to pull both of them. they should have just cut that part, you know? Or just... I know. Because uh. I was like, really? You're going you're gonna to not let Family Guy get shit on? And then, <laughs> and then I read about him again. I was like, oh, yeah, he is in like, the end of those. Never mind. Okay. That sucks. So, yeah. Oh man, I fuck I wrote this down and then I totally forgot to tell you about it. Okay. <laughs> this weekend, uh we were trimming the bushes outside because the there's like we have a couple of bushes in the back that have gotten just completely out of control and on the side of the house. Okay. And um so we have this chainsaw that we bust out for this this purpose only. And uh we were Now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is this like like a legit chainsaw or is this just like a hedge trimmer that's like electric or something or is this like yeah gas powered I, I call it a chainsaw it's not like it's not like the fucking you know cha- texas chainsaw massacre like okay it's not one of those I, I was like is this just like a or is this like ash from evil dead like like okay yeah it's not like a big ass thing i mean it's it's chainsaw sized. I don't know. It's electric. Okay. It has a, a thingy on it. I know, got a battery. But uh, let me pop this thing open. Oh, cool. Me too. So we be outside cutting bushes mm-hmm. down. Um, I got like upset at the trees out there because they're getting too tall, <laughs> and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna cut it in half. I'm just I'm done with it. So we we're we're cutting them down, and uh, Richard is wielding the chainsaw at this point because we're taking turns and uh i'm just picking up debris off the ground and he fucking yells at the top of his lungs Uh, this is they're they're like words that you don't want to hear and when someone's holding a chainsaw and you just hear oh fuck that's (laughs) that's like that's at the top of the things you don't want to hear. I honestly uh, thought you were going to say that he just goes, Timber! And you thought the tree was going to fall on you or something. <laughs> no. Oh, man. So okay. He shouts obscenities, and then he yells, Wasps! Run! Oh. And fucking <laughs> throws the chainsaw down. He cut a wasp nest in half. Oh, man. There were wasps everywhere. Like, I didn't even, like, stop to turn around and look i just sprinted down the road <laughs> i was like i'm not this dealing the with this best. Oh, oh man it was so scary my heart has never beat so hard in my life like that i is, was that is not what i was picturing was gonna happen <sighs> we I'm, I'm glad that he didn't like cut off his arm or something because literally well, yeah. <laughs> like 
I'm turned around. And I just hear my husband holding a chainsaw. I yell, "Oh fuck! That's not that's not good words." No. <sighs> but, but at least it, it was just you know angering, horrible things that will sting you. Yes. Not bodily harm. We got out unscathed. Thank you very much. Good. <laughs> that was terrifying. I was yeah. like waiting for where where this was gonna go, and then I I really I really thought. That it was just gonna have been a prank that he was pulling, and just like, oh, the tree's falling on you, and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> and then he's like, ah, I didn't, I, I didn't cut it yet, and then just you hated him. Just kidding. No, that would have okay. been bad. <laughs> oh, but at least he saved you from from the deadly wasps. It's true. Yep. Speaking of uh, terrifying things, can I take mm-hmm. you back to a, a small trip down the Uncanny Valley? Sure. All right. That place that I've never been to. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. The first ever AI robot has been cast in a sci-fi film, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> well, all right, so I'm going to look into it real quick. So her name is so... Erica. Uh, she's been cast in this film, the title of which is B, just the letter B, lowercase. Okay. Um, the company that's financing it is Bondit Capital Media, which I have not heard of, but no. they financed uh, Loving Vincent, which I think you had talked about before on the podcast. I don't think I've ever heard of that one. Really? Okay, so it's the movie where um, every every scene is a painting, and it's about Vincent Van Gogh. So oh, they, they, they that like, sounds painted. dope! It's very dope. They painted, like, frame by frame this entire movie. Hmm. So okay. I'm, I'm excited that... I'm, I guess, you know, the same company is backing it, but um, also nervous. <laughs> because well, well, so, okay. Is this picture, is that her? Yes. Does she look weird to you? No, I think she looks perfectly human. I mean, it looks like she's wearing a wig, of course, but I mean, here's the thing. Like, photos of AI robots are, are totally fine. It's when they start to move and their mouth looks fucking creepy. That's you know when what? I don't like it. I think that's what I wasn't taking as as the right thing. So, like, yeah, she's, like, physically there. For some reason, I was like, well, do you have a problem with um, the the singer one? Um, crap, I can't think of Hakune her name. Mitsu? Mit- yeah. Mitsu. But she, she looks really cartoonish. Yeah, she, I mean, she's an anime girl, right? Yeah. So what, I was what like... What's her name? Is it... Ha- you were really close. Hakuna Matata. Hakune. Hatsune Miku. Yeah, she's just okay. she's just a drawing. Like, well, that's fine. But I mean, like, she's in concert as, like, a hologram and stuff, too. Yeah. So, but, like, for some she reason, looks like an anime girl. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I was picturing more like somebody in that kind of vein. But the, ah. this is going to be, like, a legit robot that these other actors are going to touch. Yes. So, and stuff. I, I just don't know. Like, uh, I, did they program her specifically for this role, you think? Or is she just an AI robot? And they're like, how do you feel about acting? They're like, hey, can you just say these words? Thanks. Wouldn't you just basically, like, program scene? And it's like, okay, it's time to cry. And, like, the things just happen to her? If I see a robot cry, I'm sprinting out of a theater. I don't want that. <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, so I'm curious to see how that develops. I, I just thought it was interesting and uh, I mean, fitting for our I podcast. don't, I don't think it's going to be a widespread thing. You know how there's, like, always movies that, like, 
will do like the one weird thing to push the envelope and either it like catches or it doesn't, you know? Yes. Yeah. I feel like this is going to be one of those like, hey, remember that one movie that had an AI person that didn't go very well? Yeah, that's that's exactly what I'm expecting out of it. But we will see. They are on hold right now because of COVID, obviously. But um, they expect to shoot the rest of the movie in Europe in June of 2021. So we will... ever. I know. A whole year away. Um, Well, so come back in two years, everybody. Probably (laughs) June 2022. By the time that movie has come out, probably then. Because they're going to film it in 2021. Yeah. It's still got to get finished and then released. Maybe it'll be at the Fantastic Fest in 2022. So, write it right here. Put it in your books. June 2022. Come back to check on the AI robot girl and how she fared in her movie. <laughs> write that down. Put it in the books. I I am curious to see how it goes. I don't I don't think I'll be bothered by it, really. But, uh, I think I'll be 100% bothered, unless she's playing a robot. If she's playing a robot, that's fine. But if they're trying to pass her off as a human, I don't want it. Yeah, I gotcha. I don't know. I like movies that just try to do one thing that's just a little bit different. Did you yeah. see Did you see Hardcore Henry? Or Hardcore no, Harry? you told me about that, right? It's like, it was it, all shot in... Entirely first person. Yeah. It's a horrible movie, but I love what they <laughs> did with it. I think... I just think it was cool. Yeah. It was gimmicky. Yeah. I feel like this is almost a gimmick. You know, like, hey, this movie could be cool. Like, this could work, you know? Yeah. I don't think there's any hopes that this will be the next wave of acting. If it does work, then we could avoid COVID by just having robots do the movies, you know? (laughs) That's true. But no robot's going to be Tom Cruise for me, so it's not going to take its place for me. Robo Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I would go to that movie, though. I know you would. Oh. oh, well, speaking of robots, you had told me that you were going to start watching Love, Death, and Robots again. Yes. How far did you get into that? I finished it. <gasps> oh, you finished it. I did. Okay. I shotgunned, like, the last half of the season. Okay. I mean, they're short. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much what I did. I think I watched the first... I stopped where you did at the uh, Suits one. Uh-huh. I watched like four in a row and was like, this show's cool. And then a couple of days later, I was like, well, I'm going to finish it. Yeah. And then just got I mean, done with it. It's it's easy to watch a bunch of them at the same time because they're they're like six minutes to 17 minutes. That's, that's the length of it. And there's only 18 of them. So you can dedicate a couple hours and knock it all out. Oh, man. See, I actually kind of had a hard time. Watching all of them in a row? I kind of want to just put this off to the next... Like, like, I've gotten a bunch of satisfying conclusions. I'm I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I can't really binge, like, a lot of TV at once. It's kind of hard for me to do. This one was particularly hard to binge because... I mean, so they're short and they're simple. But at the same time, they're all so, like, heavy. <laughs> it was a lot to Some take Some of them are heavy. Time. Some of them are heavy. So, Some of them are just dumb. I want to go through and talk about a couple of our favorites. So first, I want to guess what your favorite one is, and then I want you to guess what my favorite one is. Okay. What do you think my all-time favorite? There are 18 episodes. Yes. Which of these one of 18 is just by far the best one? I think for you, 
I think that number 10, Shapeshifters, hit you hard. Shapeshifters was a really good one. So I actually really did like that one. It's about werewolf soldiers, and it's fucking crazy and cool. Are we going to do spoilers in this? Yeah. Like, all right. The cap is off right now. Spoilers. I mean, this came out March of last year. Yeah, you've had it's time. Been, it's been over a year, so. It has been confirmed for a season two, but I don't know when it's due yes. out. So, okay. Yes, that is one of my top ones. But it is not my favorite one. It was so fucking violent. Oh my god. And so sad. I loved it. It was I just know. the whole, the whole like, comrade, brothership kind of a thing, you know? They were, they were brothers in war. The thing that got me was when our werewolf guy went to kill the, the, the like old man one. Uh-huh. And the fact that he slowly, just slowly, was putting his head in his mouth. Oh, my God, I know. And I was like, was what like... are you going to do? And then he just goes, <laughs> drink, crunch. Chomp. Oh, man, it was so cool. There's so much, like, creative violence in this show. I don't know. It's It's a very, like, this show is... I don't even know the words for it. Like it's it's very it's extremely violent. It's extremely like vulgar. There's there's yes. blood and guts everywhere. There's like full frontal nudity, male and female, all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's all animated, so I mean, take it with a grain of salt. But then, I I don't know. It just it's very it's a visceral show. This one kind of embodied a lot of that. Yeah. So, that's not my favorite one. Okay, I want a second guess. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, 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 uh, okay, I think your favorite was probably number one, Sunny's Edge. It was number one, Sunny's Edge. Yeah, that was that was the one. That was the dopest. <laughs> I saw that one and I was like, Robert needs to watch this show. So it's partly due to like it was the first one, you know. Yeah. Like it was the first one that I was like, wow, this show has but like. It's the one that grabbed me, you know? Yeah. It's one Um, of the longer ones, too, so there's a lot of story in it. Yeah, but I just... That one hits every single point. It has the love, death, and the robot. It covers everything. It does, yes. Um, I think that one was put at the first because it truly encapsulates everything that this show was going to be. Yeah. Oh, damn. I think I just thought of what... Shapeshifters was going to be my number two, but it's not now. Oh, really? You know what my number two is? Good Hunting? This one where it's like the shape-shifting fox lady? Yep. That's my yes. number two. Yes. That I love that one so much. was so good. It was so beautifully animated. Like, yes. I just wanted to just pause it and look at all the frames, you know? Well, so one of the things that got me about that one is I kind of have this thing now when I watch any form of media where you don't shoehorn in, like, a romance. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, like, Into the Spider-Verse really sunk its claws into me because it didn't make Spider-Gwen and Miles get together at the end. Right. Like, it was totally built that they could, like, date and do whatever, but it just was like, hey, we really respect each other and we're friends. Right? Yeah. It didn't force, like, a love interest or some, like hokey kiss at the end right right because this one does the same thing it really builds up like oh he's gonna wind up falling in love with this fox lady right yes but they truly were just they they just really had each other's backs for their whole lives like that and i think that's even better 
they were soulmates in the best way, you know? They were just, like, yes. there for each other. So that's one of the things that really grabbed me about that one, because I was like, he's gonna, like, want to fix her up, but then he's gonna fall in love with her and say, I can't fix you more, because then you'll leave, or something, you know? Yeah. But no, he he, he got to transform her, her back to what she was before and all the magic left, and it was he dope. Lets her loose, and it was amazing. <sighs> like is the best. So is that your favorite one? No, I'm. Tr- you know what? Okay. I'm trying to pick my favorite one. There's there's so many that are just so goddamn okay. good. I'm so, trying to settle in on a favorite. So while you're finding your favorite, I'm going to give you my fake guess because I'm okay. hoping you didn't really care for this one. Okay. Fish Night. Oh, man. You like okay. Fish Night? It wasn't my favorite one. I thought it was unique. I, I know that you didn't like it because the dude gets eaten by a big old ghost shark. That was the only part I liked. <laughs> I was like, finally. Something. I just was like, I liked the idea of like, you know how they say ghosts stay around and like haunt a place. Why can't animals haunt a place? And so that yeah. night, all the animals that had previously lived in this area are still there like their spirits are there and i was like that's really yeah. cool it was especially cool because it was like a desert basin kind of an area so it, it used to be the seafloor so there's like whales yeah. and jellyfish and schools of you know crazy looking fish and stuff i think it partly bothered me because i was like one there's really no love i guess there's death but there ain't no robots either so i was like this was stupid <laughs> that one that one just did not great i didn't really care for that one at all i thought that was the single worst one Okay. That was the worst one for you? Mm-hmm. You didn't? Okay. Well, I feel like, I I feel like the last one was was bad. The last one was bad. It was the only one that I didn't but like. But I at least somewhat was interested in what was going on. I didn't care about this dude going like, I'm a good night and swim with ghost fish. <laughs> like, th- it was just weird. It was just a weird one. The last yeah. one, though, you're right. For a finale episode, way to botch it. I know it should have hit like hard. They, they needed to save something good for that last one. You know, I wanted something yeah. that was going to be like final nail in the coffin. Like, yes, love, death, robots, check all the boxes. You know what? You could even have put the Hitler one before that as the end. And I would have thought that would have been a better closer. Yes, that Hitler one was very funny. I was literally like laughing out loud the entire time. That one was really good. But okay, your favorite. Have yes. you decided? Okay, I... <laughs> I am between... Okay, I have a favorite. So I was re-looking through them, and I know that you really liked Suits. It got you, because it made you sad. So I'm wondering if that's up there, but I think your favorite is going to just speak to you and the human side of us, right? Okay. I think it's when the yogurt took over. Oh, that's one of my top ones! I knew you'd like that one! (laughs) It's so good! I thought you'd dig that one. Yeah, that was so funny just like the concept the way the way it's animated it looks like some kind of a corporate advertisement you know those little Mm -hmm. like jelly bean looking people yeah and it's just like what if yogurt became sentient and (laughs) took over ohio (laughs) it was so weird but then it's so sad i know because they basically outgrow us and go you know what you guys caused too much problems we're just gonna leave you alone again and then leave us behind and the ogre takes off into space and leaves and earth is ruined it's (sighs) not even ruined it's just left back to us and we're gonna fuck it up again because they cleaned it all up right they fixed everything bless yogurt man it does clean shit up yeah all right so that's one of your top ones i knew that 
It could be this one. Like, I liked this one, and a lot of people seem to love it, but it was not one of my favorites, so I don't know if it would be yours. Ooh, this one was good, but I don't know how much you are into... You know what? You know which one I think you really liked? Tell me which one you think I really liked. I think you really liked Zima Blue, the art one. (laughs) So that one did make me feel very emotional. Um... That was also, I would say it's a good one, but it didn't like, okay. it wasn't one of my tops. But yeah, that one, I do love it a lot. It's, it's kind of started out where I felt like it was a little bit Banksy kind of, you know, where the guy's like, I do amazing paintings, but then there's yeah. like this little blue square in the center of them. And you're left wondering like, why the fuck is with this blue? And uh, I, the ending of it was just so emotionally so, satisfactory, emotionally so. satisfying. I loved the art in this one. I was waiting yes. for this one. Yes. And then I did not really care for the episode. I was yeah. like, I mean, it, okay. It was cool. good. It wasn't one of my like, wow. Yeah. I didn't know if that one would get you. So I think it's going to be one of the original ones. I'm going to guess this one and then that'll be my last guess. Okay. I think you really like The Witness. Okay. So that one... It was good, and it was weird, but I wouldn't list it in my tops. Okay, that's how I feel. I liked it. Yeah. But it's definitely not, like, one of the ones I'm like, oh, yeah, you need to see that one. Yeah, it really, it, like, hooks you, you know? Okay, so fine then. What's your favorite one? Okay, you know I love space. Okay. You know I love space. You know I love people alone in space who are left to their own devices who have to survive. Oh, dude. Hang on, the, is that one this one? No. Oh, where? Yeah, helping hand. Helping hand. Damn it! This one fucked me right up. Oh my it god! It should. This lady. So she goes out into her little spacewalk. She's she's basically in like an old busted ship. Goes out for a spacewalk to fix some shit, and a horrible like screw, just orbital debris comes and like ruins her spacesuit. So. It just rips a hole in the arm of her suit and she just, she loses oxygen. So she's just kind of floating around and doing nothing, waiting to die kind of. Um, And then she thinks about it for a minute and she's like, wait a minute, I can survive this. And so she takes her fucking watch strap or something, some kind of a belt and like tourniquets her arm, rips off the suit from the arm down so that it's sealed again, and then, in because of you know, she lost uh, oxygen and power, so all of her uh, space, you know, equipment isn't working anymore. So she doesn't have jetpack boosters to get back to her spaceship. So yeah. she throws the fucking suit out, and like in what do you call it, like a tra- trajectory, so that she can jettison herself back yeah. to the uh, the spaceship with opposite and equal reactions. So yeah, she rips the the like. The, like, spacesuit off of her arm. Yes. Leaving her arm exposed to the vastness of space, and it just freezes that shit. It freezes in, like, a horrible claw. Like, <laughs> it's just you know how much that shit would hurt. It looks so nasty and so painful. Yeah. And, so, uh... So then she throws the suit piece. She throws the suit piece, and she's, like, backflipping around in space trying to get back, and she just, just grazes the ship on her way back. She just misses it. And you can see the despair. She's like, fuck, that was my one chance. And then she looks down and she's like, 
maybe I have a second opportunity. And she takes her frozen ass arm and rips it off of her body and fucking throws it out into space and gets back to her ship. Yeah, that shit was pretty dope. <laughs> it it messed me up so bad. I was like screaming and clutching my arm this whole 10 minutes just watching it like why is this happening? Did you ever watch 127 hours? No, I did not. Okay, yeah. That's the vibe that I got from this the whole time. How far a a person is willing to go to be able to survive, you know? Yes. And I mean, the arms are like her arm being frozen out in space like that, it's ruined. Yeah, it's gone. You're not going to get that arm back. Yeah, that's done. So You don't need it anymore. Why not just fucking tear it off with your other arm? <laughs> crack that thing off and get rid of it. God, I'm like gripping my arm right now. <laughs> so, so visceral. Kelsey, do you think you could ever watch 127 hours? I don't think I could, honestly. like, But this, I really need you to. This 10 minutes fucked me up. Because... That's one of my favorite movies. Really? It's so good. Yeah. And when they do the part where he cuts off his arm. Uh-huh. Yeah, they don't hold that shit back. Yeah, I, I imagine it's fully uh, just realized on the screen there. It's pretty awesome. <sighs> like, it really puts you in that moment. There's, like, um, a part where... So, like, he has to break his arm first. Because he can't cut through bone with a little pocket knife yeah you know? it's a so pocket to, knife that he has Ugh. yeah so he has to break both of the bones in his arm to be able to go in between them right yeah Ugh. well at one point when he's doing it there's like there's like a a tendon or a nerve that's going through this part uh. and when he touches it the movie like like, the screen becomes so blurred, and it shakes, and then this high-pitched squeal, like, rushes through the sound and just, like, uh, lingers there, as if, like, you just touched that same thing, you know? I, I could not do that. You have to. It's so good. No. <laughs> okay. I should have guessed that one. It's that, so good. That, that was a good one. The other space one that super got to me was Beyond the Aquila Rift. Do you remember that one? Um, so these, Oh, these that one, go. dude? That one legit shook me. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That's another one of my top two, I think. Um, I'm surprised you like that one because it's got that whole, like, false simulation aspect. Yeah. So it's basically, like, three, I don't know, space soldiers or something. They go into deep sleep, and then they're supposed to go into a super long mission. But when they come out of it, uh, they find out that they went off trajectory, and this woman comes in, and it's like an old flame of the captain on board. Yeah. And uh, at this point I was like, something's not right here. (laughs) Like something's weird. I I don't know. The whole thing felt really surreal. So I I thought I was like, she's like going to be using him for something. Like she's going to like blackmail him for something or like make him take the fall for something else. That's what I thought was going to happen. Right. And so there's like a really, like intense sex scene and i was like is she gonna be an alien but there was never an alien reveal or anything during that scene and then later on he's like insisting i need to know where we are i know that you're not real and you can like it zooms out from this and his mind is like stuck in a simulation where the ship 
like the transition from seeing him in the simulation to seeing how he is in reality, like in that horrible hive, just like covered in dust and horribly emaciated is so disgusting and Dude, the thing that got me was, was like the alien thing saying like, you're not going to like when you see me for real. Yeah. Like the, the way they reveal it, I thought was like actually horrific. I thought that was a horrifying moment. It was truly gruesome because it looks like a woman's silhouette walking out from a tunnel but then as it gets closer you realize that it's this terrible like boily spider demon spider thing thing, yeah it's so creepy i was i was screaming this this show man i was thinking when that happened i was like you know how like sometimes you can build up like a big bad scary thing but it's still got to be a human that has to design it. And maybe what they designed just isn't up to what you could imagine. Uh-huh. You know? And I was like, these guys nailed that shit. That fucking freaked me out. Yes. That thing scared the shit out of me. I was like, that thing was truly horrifying. And I think it's it's it, it's done better because they don't really linger on it. Yeah. It just kind of like comes out of the shadow real quick and you go, what the fuck? And then it goes away, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. They do really good with pacing and timing with the show. Yes, for sure. For like as short as everything is, it all hits the right notes and it hits the so fast and so furious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I actually really liked uh, Lucky 13. Yes, that one was so good. With I Samara liked that Wiley. One. Yeah, I was watching it and I was like... Is that Pusey? Yes. I was like, no. So looked it up and was like, that sure as shit is Pusey. I like this even more. Because I love her. She was one of my favorite people from Orange is the New Black. Yeah, I stopped watching because of what happened to her. I don't, I don't even think I got that far. Man. I watched through like season three. Yeah. And then it got watched without me. And I was like, well, <laughs> I'm cut out of it now. It's over. But no, Lucky 13 was really good. Uh, The animation in this whole show, there was only one that made me, like, as far... Okay, so... Yeah, can I tell you about one that I have a real gripe with? Yeah. It's Ice Age. Oh, really? It's real people. That was animated, wasn't it? No. I feel like it was. No, that was just Eric Foreman and them there. Yeah. I don't think so. I think they were. Because I, like, in the middle of this, I was like, this is animated, right? Because it, it didn't, it it looked extremely real. And I was spending the whole time being impressed by how realistic everything looked. It's done by Digic Pictures, which is a Hungarian 3D animation studio. Nope. That one is live action. Is it really? Yeah. Are I'm you a- sure? <laughs> Love, Death, and Robots Ice Age is the only live-action episode in the Netflix series. Oh, man. So everything in the ice chest was animated. Right. But but the two people that are the main focus were just real. Damn it. I spent that whole thing being like, they do so good with the animation. It's so beautiful. Look at his face. You can see his pores. I was so mad at that one. Like, these are real people. (laughs) Like, come on. That one bothered me so much. 
Okay, yeah, I'm disappointed in that then. I mean, the the storyline for that one was actually really good. That's another one of my tops, is that... Oh, really? That was yeah. on my bottoms. Really? They open their nah. fridge and they find, like, an old civilization in there. I thought it was so cool. Nah. I love the concept of tiny civilizations, <laughs> because I feel like we are a tiny civilization just on the back of Earth, you know? Just uh, the whole, like men in black thing where we're just inside a marble that's someone else is playing with yeah some shit like bigger that. and bigger yeah but yes i extremely highly recommend this show i didn't feel any kind of uncanny valley except for once in okay. the shapeshifters episode really that one when they were humans they didn't look quite human enough for me i don't know i mean it's it's like i said like once i like I can tell that you're not a person. Like I can tell you're animated, so I'm good. Right. You know, like because yeah, they had like that like really good video game graphic kind of look. Like yeah, yeah, they look really good, but I can tell that you're not a person. So whatever. Okay. Yeah, I think it needed to be either just like lean into stylizing it or get them get their jaws right because the jaws were wrong <laughs> someday someday we're gonna find something so i can truly understand this this uncanny valley feeling because i just don't get what the deal is with it man if polar express didn't do it to you nothing will no i just go yeah weird looking people <laughs> okay because <laughs> i mean i i just know it's animated so i'm like all right i'm good Shit's like Five Nights at Freddy's, but with Robin Williams' face. Oh, man. You mean Tom Hanks's face? It's all the same. <laughs> uh, it's all Uncanny Valley. It doesn't matter whose face it is. Yes. You know. Well, yeah. I'm thankful that you made me finally watch it. You've only talked about it for a year. <laughs> uh, but this was amazing. Yes, I'm, I'm so happy you watched it, too. I super highly recommend it to all of our listeners i think you guys will really enjoy it and i want to hear what your favorite ones are and why um well oh oh i didn't tell you i'm wearing contacts right now oh contacts are you making the leap to contacts no i don't like contacts that much (laughs) okay why are you wearing contacts i uh went to the eye doctor today Okay. And I've always wanted to get another supply of contacts because the contacts I was using are like forever old. Yeah. And I ran out like a year ago and I was like, I need some contacts. I'm going to go to the eye doctor, right? Okay. But I had to get dressed. Isn't that the worst? It's weird. It's it's strange in these times. <laughs> like, like, it feels right, though. I mean, I've done it for so long. If It, it feels normal. But I it's just like... like eh. I have to stop myself before I go out of the house and be like, is this appropriate human garb? Am I wearing the costume of our people? Because I, I've i been inside for so long now. Like, I'm in a robe right now. I don't give a shit. Like, As I, I say, like, what do you wear inside then that you think may not be okay outside? The robe I can see. Yeah, I'd be in a robe a lot of time. Um, and then half the time I'm just, like, not wearing pants. Oh, I'm just- always wearing pants. How are you always wearing pants? Do you wear, do you wear like, pajama pants? pants all day, or? Yeah. You're not, like, sitting there in jeans and shoes by your by your desk, like, a real uh, I mean, I am right now. Well, minus the shoes. The shoes are okay. off, but, yeah. but I'm Good. still in jeans from going to the eye doctor. Yeah, I put on jeans for the first time in, like, mm, like three months yesterday. 
Yeah. And I was like, who am I? <laughs> Put on like a real shirt and jeans. And I was like, this person, I do not recognize her. Like, I've always gotten mad at people that are like, how can you wear blue jeans right now? Like, why don't you want to wear sweatpants? Because I don't really like sweatpants. Right? You don't like sweatpants? Not really. Why? I don't know. I guess I never like owned a pair in that way. What? Like, I don't have sweatpants. I don't really wear them. Right? Okay. Like, what the fuck's the use of sweatpants? To me, to me, you're going to sweat in them, so I don't want them. <laughs> Just like nice, comfy pajama pants. Nah. I always wear, like, like the, like, kind of thin, almost, like, flannel-like pajama pants, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, I wear those. And those okay. are baggier, because sweatpants have, like, the cuffs on them, right? Okay, so you're picturing, like... Like, sweatpants. I, like, like workout. sweatpants. Like, yeah. ones that you would take to a gym. Okay. I see. Yeah. Well, when I put on, so I had to put on some pants the other day to go somewhere, and when I got back, I was like, man, you really don't have as much movement in jeans as you do the pajama pants. Right? You just feel, like, spry, and you can do anything when you're wearing leggings or I know. Know, soft pants. I was like, can't, uh, can't spread my legs this far in, <laughs> in jeans. Like, I actually kind of felt weird wearing shoes shoes are a, of a different time i don't know how to describe shoes anymore like you're, it's a foot prison like i love shoes man like i would always like wear my shoes till like i was about to go to bed every day what i just like wouldn't take them off yeah why i just was in my shoe what if i gotta get up then i already had them on it was fine you're a monster <laughs> just get some like slip ons <laughs> Uh, well, so I have those now from when I went to the UK because I didn't want to, like, have to untie my shoes to take my shoes off at the airport. Yeah. Dude, slip-on shoes are so nice. I have been wearing you toms just, like, forever. You just, like, jump in, and, you, and then, like, you go. Boom. Ready to go. Yeah, I love toms. Toms are, toms are my jam. So, I don't know. I felt like my, my, like, tops, I guess are like the same because i pretty much wear t-shirts to bed yeah so i also wear t-shirts outside so that's like the same the only thing that's really different for me is like the pants really i have no line between what i wear to bed and what i wear around the house like the line is starting to blur yeah and i hate that i feel like i need to have a strict dress code for bed so then here's a question because I get stuff like this all the time, but I'm going to ask you. Okay. How often do you wear socks? Just in general? Yeah. Like, like, okay. I know that right now you're in a robe. Yeah. I'm just going to assume that you took a shower and not that you were just like, I'm going to wear a robe today. <laughs> Correct. Because that's weird. Okay. <laughs> so I would assume right now you're not wearing socks because yes. you were in the shower. You wouldn't yeah. just put on socks. In your rope. Like, that's weird. That would be bizarre as hell. I, but let's I had say socks your on. normal day, your normal day, are you wearing socks all day? Um, Because you you're not doing shoes. This is, <laughs> this is a new thing for me. So I bought a bunch of, like, really fluffy, nice socks that are soft. Okay. And I would take into wearing those around the house because I got sick of just having bare feet all the time. And I felt like an animal. <laughs> okay. So I've been wearing fluffy socks around the house. And then I have, you know, like, regular socks for when I'm working out. Yeah. Because then you're going to wear, like, tennis shoes and shit, so. Okay. I am only not wearing socks when I take a shower. Yeah, that's... My feet live in socks, period. I 
in the past have been a very like nothing on my feet kind of person but now i'm taking a liking to socks i don't know what it is i like i don't know it's just they're fuzzy they make you feel good i was walking around barefoot one day and i was like i just feel like my bare feet are just getting all over the stuff i'm walking on yeah like like i'm leaving stuff behind there's just like foot detritus all over the place yeah like what if my feet are sweaty now i'm just getting sweaty feet all over the carpet gross sweat on the towel it's terrible yeah i could be wearing socks and that would alleviate this problem yes yeah i always wear socks like period socks socks all the time the pants are like the second most thing there are very few times that i like just like won't wear pants but typically i'm gonna be in pants yeah I wear leggings most often when I'm at home, just chilling okay. leggings and a t-shirt. But the bras, oh my god, ladies, the bras. <laughs> Are you hate. not wearing bras now? I have to wear bras because I feel, like, I unhinged when I don't wear one. <laughs> so That it's keeps just, your sanity in check? Yeah, somehow? it just keeps my sanity reined in. Uh, okay. It's been sports bras while we're on the inside times, but... Um, okay. Yeah, sometimes you gotta put on a real bra to feel Yeah, so like, real Taylor again. was talking about those, and I was like, are they really that much more comfortable? So sports what is bras? so different, yeah, what is so different about a sports bra that you're just like, oh, well, that's fucking comfy. I mean, it's like jeans versus sweatpants. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, the real bras have, like, wires in them and yeah. hardware, so it's just, like, metal poking you all the time every day. And that but gets so, old. But so sports bras are just really smaller, so to say, so that they just hold it in with just like the sheer pressure. Yeah, just I guess. softer okay. and tighter. Okay. okay, cool. I don't have to wear them, so. I yeah, lucky you. That's like, oh man, you just reminded me of a TikTok. Okay. That I, There's this whole trend that I've been seeing, okay? Okay. And I guess you could call me that dumb because I literally just asked you this question. <laughs> but... There's this whole thing going on right now where girls are asking their boyfriends, if I'm wearing a pad, how do I pee? Wait, and what? they're like, yeah, they're like, I don't know. You can't. What? It's impossible. And then they're like, how do you think we pee while wearing a pad? <laughs> where, where does the pad stick to? Where does the pad go? And like all these guys are like, well, it, it sticks to your but Johnny, no. And then they're like, "What?" I mean, and yes, he's like, but not on purpose. He's like, "Yeah, like it just like sticks there, right?" So don't you have to like take off the whole thing? Oh my god! To be able to go to the bathroom, and then she's like, "So you're telling me I'm sticking it <laughs> to my Bojani? Where do the wings go?" And he's like, "There's wings on them. What are you talking about?" <laughs> he's like, "I don't know your ass cheeks." And she's like, "What do you know?" Oh my god. But, like, there's this huge thing out there that guys really don't know a lot about the human or the lady form. The female anatomy. I mean, yeah. surprising no woman ever, but Jesus. But this, that's... but this one guy, it was the best, dude. He said, he said, she goes, if I'm wearing a pad, how do I pee? And he goes, I don't know. Is there, like, a little hole in it or something? <laughs> and she's like it sticks to your underwear so it just comes down with that and he's like -uh." (laughs) no like like his mind was blown 
Oh my god. Yeah, there's this whole set of TikTok trends right now of girls asking their guys that, and it's so hilarious. I love it. I hope it's younger guys, like like teenagers, very young teenagers. I mean, it looks like it, yeah. Okay. But still, like... Yeah, but still. Are we not teaching stuff in school anymore? I guess. Well, I hope you enjoy your robe. I hope you enjoy your leggings and your, your sweatpants. <laughs> I, I will be putting on my... I mean, I at least... Um, I do stay matching in my attire. Yeah. Lately, I've been wearing Ninja Turtle pajama pants with a Ninja Turtle t-shirt. Oh my goodness, like it's 1997. Very embarrassed to walk outside because I'm like a grown man. (laughs) I'm just like, I match my pajama pants. (laughs) (laughs) You got to coordinate. It makes you feel alive. I know. So anyway, I have... A humongous surprise for you. I'm scared. I just I just want you to know that um, we got an email. Okay. That I had to specifically ask you not to not to look at. Yes. Okay. This okay, people. This is the type of email that I'm hoping to get from people, right? Okay. Like 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 you're listening to past shows, you're remembering things we said, and you're updating us with the ways of the world. Okay. <laughs> this is the gold standard right here. Kelsey, are you ready for this? Yes. I'm going to be sending you some of these pictures here in a bit. Okay. <clears throat> this says, Hey, Yimtope. I'm writing in because I have discovered some exciting news that I thought you would be very interested in. Especially okay. Kelsey. Ooh. <clears throat> I have attached screenshots of something that I happened upon while scrolling through Pinterest. It was an ad for Fruit Loops. Oh, my God. And Toucanual Samuel looks very different. Oh, no. He has wings. And I wondered if this was just a one-time ad or if this new bird was here to stay. So I did a little digging. And it turns out that in May of this year, Kellogg's has made an official permanent change to our fruity Uncle Samuel. Oh, my God. And not just to him, but they created an entire fruit world for him. What? Says, I personally love him. He gives me Steven Universe vibes. (laughs) I love that his beak changes patterns and colors. What? Okay. So I'm going to send you a picture right now of the new Toucanual Samuel. Are you ready? I'm ready. He is like a cartoon Holy character. Holy shit, he's so cool. Isn't he so cute? Oh my god, I love him. Okay, so blow up that picture. See, look, there's a there's a Fruit Loop tree behind him. Wow. Do you see it? Yeah, it's got the loops on it. Okay, he has straight up wings. You see that? Yeah, those are wings. Like those he's got his little wings. hands on his hips, but it's, it's full on wings. Okay. So now his beak. Okay. So his beak is pretty much that most of the time, where it's kind of like this... Like tie-dye, like, abstract like, Yeah, it's like wavy tie-dye thing. Oh my so god, here's, he's adorable! Are you kidding? Here's a couple more, right? But then, here's what she was talking about, that it can change. So here he is, hanging out with another kid on his island, but now look at his beak. Oh, he's got hearts on it. Yeah. His oh beak God. can change to, I guess, match his feelings. And in this one, you see there's like a milk waterfall next to a bowl back there. Oh my God. These like Fruit Loop trees, Fruit Loop bushes. 
right? I love this so much. This is the new Toucan Sam. This is his official new look. Your question Fuck, is officially yeah. answered. I am so happy. Do away with all of the old Toucanual Samuel propaganda. I hate so everything that's says, not this. So now it says, what do you guys think of this change? Is this a mascot that Kelsey can now love and enjoy? I'm oh, dying to know. One billion percent. Love you guys. Love Tay. Aw. Thank you, Taylor. Holy shit. This is amazing. I, I've i never been so happy. She brought this to my attention uh, right after we had recorded the last time. And I was <laughs> like, you got to send this to Kelsey. Oh, my God. Because she thought that it that it uh, might have been just like just like fan art of him, right? Yeah, it Cause, looks... Because she was like, he's too cute. Like, he looks too cute like this, right? <laughs> but, but it was posted on Fruit Loop's Instagram. He's so this cute. This is their work. This is their official thing. And she found all these news stories about how he was getting a new look, effective in May. Oh my god. This is him. This is amazing. I want, I want every serial mascot <laughs> to get this treatment. Yeah. I Tony the absolutely Tiger. adore his look. Yeah, I, he's, he's so cute. So cute. He's he looks like like a serial mascot now. He doesn't look like a, yeah. a creepy like fever dream that you don't know if he's got fingers or wingers. <laughs> wingers. <laughs> I love his, I love his beak. I just think, cause like you're like. Because like you're saying, now he looks like a mascot. Like he like he fits a cartoon, you know? Okay, I just googled Toucan Sam. One of the top questions is, is Toucan Sam dead? And then... Okay. <laughs> it just says, May 12th, Fruit Loops mascot, Toucan Sam, is dead. Rest in peace, oh, Toucan okay. Sam. This is on YouTube, apparently. Yeah, there's all these things saying, like, Toucan Sam, fixed by the internet. Rest in peace, old look. Yeah. But I did just, uh... I did just search the same thing, and I just have to give you this picture of his old look. Those are fucking wingers. That's disgusting looking. Oh my god, gross. <laughs> I hate this. I'm so he's, glad they changed him. He's, like, like clawing his hand, like... He's, he's ready to, like, grab life by the balls, but that stance. I don't know what he's doing. I absolutely dig the new look. I think it fits. I think it's yeah. such a cool look. Absolutely. I It's a very progressive new look. Like let's just make it totally different, you know? Yeah. I like it. I think it's fantastic. Four thumbs up. All wings down. <laughs> All wingers down. So, I had to keep that a surprise. I was afraid that somehow you would see it because <clears throat> Taylor just saw it on an ad. I'm shocked that I haven't seen this before. <clears throat> I was hoping that we could last a week without you knowing, and yeah. we did. My God, so, he's beautiful. I'm very happy to have presented you this, and that you have received him with open, open wings. Open wings. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh man, I have found a game mm -hmm. that I think you would enjoy playing. So okay, it's called Two Thirty Seven. Okay. It's a narrative, psychological, first-person horror game based on Stanley Kubrick's imagining of The Shining. That is very weird. It sounds like it might be right up our alley. I haven't watched the trailer for it yet, but it reportedly takes less than an hour to play. And okay. it's a single-player thing, but I figure, since I don't like to play horror games, I can just make <laughs> you play it and I can watch God it. God damn it. Yeah, that, that is true. I have no problem with that shit. 
Hell yeah. So I think this would be um, a fun thing for us to stream, perhaps. Did this, like, literally just come out? I think so. It's free to download. And, I mean, it it's kind of full of copyrighted material, so I don't know how long it's going to be out there. But <laughs> okay, hopefully it'll still be around long enough for us to stream it. Wow. Okay. This looks really cool. Ooh, cr- fucking creepy. I just opened the trailer and it's... Oh, I'm not going to watch the trailer. I'm not going to watch the trailer. I I will just experience this game. So, do you like The Shining movie? I do, yeah. Because a lot of people love it. I liked it. I didn't love it. I liked it. Yeah, okay. Okay, then then I think we're going to be on the same level of, like, interest in what's going on, you know? Yeah. I mean, as a fan of horror, I think that we have to have an appreciation for The Shining. Yeah. So there's that. And it's it's your, your dude, Stanley Kubrick. So I figured, you know, you would enjoy it. I kind of like the weird, like, tiny games like this. Did I ever show you the game um, where, like, you're driving a car and you're literally just driving this car down the road? The whole game is you inside the driver's seat of this car. And next thing you know, you see headlights come on behind you. And no matter where you go, this other car is chasing you. Ooh, that sounds creepy. And the next thing you know, it's trying to run you off the road and you have to just continually be driving away from this other car. <laughs> I'm not familiar with that game, but that sounds scary. It was pretty, sc- it, it was kind of like a, like a trial thing. Like yeah. there was going to be a full game, but they released like a little bit of it so you could get a feel for it. And it yeah. was anxiety inducing. So I kind of like these little games where it's just like, you know what, here's like just a little taste of an experience, you know? Yeah. Uh, this has been compared to PT, but I don't think it's going to ever live up to that level. <laughs> oh, and probably not. Nothing can. But I... I PT is a religion, okay? Yes. <laughs> I'm that getting, is my religion. I'm getting, like, endless hallway vibes from this. So maybe that's the comparison they're making. I wonder. I'm very curious. I can't wait to play this. Yes. So, um, how about on Saturday, July 11th? Okay. 2 p.m. on our stream. Let's make this happen. So we'll get you guys a little bit shorter one, not not one of our standard five, six hour ones. <laughs> Just a little bite size. Just a mini. That'll work. Okay. I'm down. All right, sweet. You ready to fly off into the wonderful planet Fruit Loop? Oh, you know it. <laughs> Hey, folks, I just want to say thank you so much for telling your friends about us and helping us grow our audience. It means the world to us as podcasters because we don't pay for advertisements. All we got is your word of mouth. So don't subscribe. Don't. Oh, fuck. Do subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. subscribe. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe to us on your favorite platform so you never, ever miss an episode. Tell your friends to subscribe, too. We're here weekly, every darn Monday. If you get a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, that would really, really help us reach more lovely listeners just like you. And while you're out there doing that, don't forget that you can find us and friend us on social media. You're at YMBTOAP on Twitter, Instagram. Make sure you like and follow our Facebook page and also subscribe to our channels on YouTube and Twitch, which as you just found out, we're going to have another Twitch stream coming up soon. And then that will be followed up shortly. Uh, by putting it out on YouTube. So just in case you miss it, you can still check it out later. Uh, And then also don't forget our email, ymbtoap at gmail.com. We went through such a big lull of emails. This this email today was a breath of fresh air, man. It was so great. Fruit air. 
fresh Bre- fruit. Breath of fresh fruit. Uh, please tell us if you've watched Love, Death, and Robots, what your favorite episode was and why you liked it so much, or just what some of your favorites were, even if they weren't your top one, and which ones you didn't like. Our theme song is The Grimaber Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. He put out like a mini song on his Twitter the other day. It was called okay. Catboys on Caffeine, and I retweeted Ooh. it. It's very good. As always, thanks for listening, and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Are they going to do the same thing to Tony the Tiger? Because I want to see him with the, with the little face. It's so cute. One more important sound we wanted you to hear. Get a sip of the coffee. I'm a goddamn frog. Okay, so actually, when I say that part, and then I go to, like, the music piece, for some reason, I go to Dancing Queen by ABBA. (laughs) Like, I go, ribbit, ribbit, motherfucker, I'm a goddamn frog. Do, 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 do. Ribbit, ribbit, motherfucker. Like, I mix them together, though. a remix in your head (laughs) it is and i can't control it that's that's amazing